guess I am probably excited that he didn't do New Kids on the Block. Man, welcome. I'm excited to see you guys here this morning. If you're new, we just want to say a big welcome from the church staff, from our church, from our pastors. You know, that we just want to say thank you for coming. Thank you for showing up this morning. Man, whoo, I'm excited. I'm, I'm, I'm flowing. I'm, I'm maybe too much coffee, maybe too much you know, Jesus, too much worshiping. Man, wasn't, didn't the worship just do, the worship team did an amazing job bringing in service this morning. Man, I said it in first church, and I'll say it again. Sometimes, you ever get that feeling? Sometimes like, oh, there it was. There was worship. We're done. We're good. It's like, it's, that's it. That's the day right there. I, sometimes I feel like that, like, man, we just need to end it on worship because I, you know, I don't want to come up here and mess anything up, but no, I, I have a great message for you today. I, I, have, a, I have a powerful message today for you that um, we're going to be speaking about the power and the potential that God has for you and the power that he just wants to flow through you. Um, I am the youth pastor with my wife, Nikki. See down there, my wife, Nikki, and I. We are the youth pastors. You know, like they said, we do want to uh, continue to lift Pastor Rob and the team up there in Africa. You know, they are living out what we've uh, been talking about in this last series about going out and just changing the world. You know, we can change the world from here, and we can we can make big things happen right from here. And and they're just living that out uh, this week, and and they're in Africa, and and you know, obviously um, sleep schedule and stuff like that is a little off. So you know, just keep putting them in your prayers and keep uh, just reminding yourself every once in a while just to lift them up and, and just that God can do big things over there through them and through their leadership. Um, so I, I'm not, I'm not uh, Pastor Rob, but uh, I do have some tight pants on today. And so um, they're, they might not be as cool as his. That's kind of a running joke, but uh, they're, they're not as colorful as his, but they sure are tight. So I, I, I figured like, that's what, that's like, that's what, you know, I, I, I'm not a pastor until I wear tight pants, and so, or I'm not a worship leader until, like, I wear tight pants. So, um, yeah. So, I get the privilege. See, we, we just came out of a series, and, and you know, I was kind of asking Pastor Rob, you know, do, do you want me to do a standalone message, you know, do, what, what, what's on your heart? And he kind of told me, you know, I, I'm not there yet. I don't know. I got to, you know, really get in prayer. I got to really seek after what God wants for the church and what God wants to speak through him and through us and, and just what is the next step that God has for us. And we just, like I said, we just came out of the series, um, you know, that God can change the world from here and really pump up, really exciting that, you know, yes, we can, we can do something. We can, we can change our world. We can change everything around us and we can start right here. We don't have to do all kinds of stuff. We can start right here. And it's just a really pump up message. And so God was just kind of working on me. Like what, what can I, what can I do? What's my part? And, you know, I, I was talking to Pastor Rob about it, and he was like, I don't want to do a standalone. I want to get right into another series. And I was like, oh, boy, you, you want me to start a series. So I get the privilege of starting a series and that is going to uh, continue, and he's actually going to finish up later on. But so it's, it's different. It's, it's amazing that I had to really get in prayer. I had to really get into the word. I had to really get into notes and really just prepare because I'm used to God kind of speaking to like Nikki and I, you know, and, and giving us a message for the youth. And so it's a little bit different when it comes from, from the pastors, from somebody else's standpoint, you know, that, you know, God breathed life and the word into him. And then he has to kind of try to convey it to us. And so, you know, it, it, it gets, 
a little uncomfortable is kind of sometimes, but whenever we get uncomfortable, that's when we can grow, right? When we get a little bit uncomfortable, God can show up and he can help you grow in those moments. And so this morning, you know, and, and it's awesome because I know God laid something on my heart. I, I knew it and I, I didn't know how it looked or what it looked like or kind of how it would all come together. But God laid kind of this, this thought of go on my heart to kind of keep continuing on with what we had was this go. And, but I didn't want to say anything because I didn't want to be like, oh, Pastor Rob, you're the lead pastor, but <laughs> let me tell you what we're going to talk about. So I didn't want to like influence, so I didn't say anything, but I just prayed, you know, like, God, just show him what you want him to say. Show him what the next vision for this series is going to look like. Show him just what, just what he wants us to talk about, what he wants. And, and I'll tell you, it's pretty amazing that kind of the same, along the same lines. I didn't, I didn't even say anything when he finally came to me and said, hey, you know, this is, what, um, what, this is what's lined out. It kind of had this go feel to it. It kind of had this go. You know, we, we, were, we were here. We can save the world from here. But what does that look like? Well, it looks like go. It looks like go. And so he actually, um, our key verse for the whole series is Acts chapter 1, verse 8. And it's a powerful, it's a powerful word. It's, this is the beginning of the Acts church. This is the beginning of church as kind of as we know it and the growth of the church. And he actually hit on this, um, I believe in his second uh, sermon of last series, if I, if I remember right. So maybe, maybe when you hear this, it'll help remind you of that. But it says, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. See, John was talking about, John way back in, in earlier, he was talking about, like, I baptize with water, but somebody's coming that's going to baptize you with the Holy Spirit. I baptize you with water. I get, I'm getting it started, but somebody's going to come later on, and he's going to baptize you with the Holy Spirit. And that's going to be, you're going to receive that power. And so this is what he's talking about. You're going to receive that power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all of Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. So what, we, what the series is, what we want to talk to you about this month, this, this series, is witness. Witness. Now, I hope I didn't scare anybody off just then. I, I hope none of you tuned me out because I, I know sometimes we can get tuned out when we hear witness. Because some of you may have grown up like I grew up around here. May, maybe you grew up in a church or you were around people that, that witnessed in kind of maybe an uncomfortable way. Maybe you experienced witnessing in kind of an uncomfortable way. Maybe, maybe you have been asked to witness to somebody in an uncomfortable way. And so if, if you have had that, maybe sometimes that makes you kind of like turn away and go, ooh, witness. It's, it's kind of like witness, like to preach on witness and to preach on money is kind of like those, ooh. Like, so don't tune me out. Don't tune me out because I feel like God has a message, has a little bit different perspective on it. And I hope that I, he can give you a different perspective and that when you can see that, you can do that. Okay. He wants to, he wants you to see it. So then we can do it. So witnessing is kind of an, it's, it's, it's a, it's a turnoff word sometimes because we've seen it done the wrong way. So, so long we've seen it done the wrong way. Maybe you've seen it done where, you know, you're getting beat over the head with a Bible. Or maybe you've seen it happen where 
you're condemned, like, or there's a condemning, like use the scripture to condemn you and think that that's going to get you into church. Or maybe you've been guilted into it. A test, uh, giving, giving a witness of guilt to try to get people in church. See, all these things are words. Witnessing isn't about words. The world has a growth problem right now in the Christian church. See, in the beginning of the church, they saw massive growth. And now, for some reason, we're kind of seeing a decline in growth in, in, the, in the world and in, in like in a whole for the church. And so I started kind of thinking like, what happened? What happened to the church? What happened to its people? What happened to its members? What happened that, that we saw this growth? And, you know, some people are like, oh, well, persecution, man. It's, it's tough. It's tough being a Christian. It's tough doing the right things. It's tough making the right choices. But you know what? They had the same things happen then. They had the same kind of persecutions. They had the same, if not worse, people being cut in half. You know, and, in Hebrews, it talks about people being cut in half and people being sawed in half and dying by the sword. You know, they, say they, they faced the same persecutions and the same hard, hardships, but they were growing. They were growing in massive numbers. And we see, in, especially in America, but all over the world, a decline. And why do we see that? Why? Why do we see a decline? Well, I think that it, we've had the wrong teaching of how to witness. We've had, we've had the wrong, we've seen the wrong examples and we've been taught the wrong things on how to witness. See, witnessing isn't about words. Witnessing isn't some, some slick words usage or some awesome slogan. It's not about words. You don't need words. Words are a sales pitch. And we don't need sales pitches. We don't need to go off and be a sales pitch because the only sales pitch that we really need is that God died for you and that he shed blood for all your sins to take it all away. That's the only sales pitch that you need. All, all that is is just words, though. We don't need words. Witnessing, so what is witnessing? Witnessing is simply the one who testifies. It means one who testifies. Not words, one who testifies. What is testify? To testify is to show that something is true. So show. Testifying, so witnessing is to testify, and to testify is to show something is true or is real. So that action, there's an action. It's not about words. Your witness is about actions. It's an action. We have to show God's love through our actions. We have to show God's love through our actions, not our words, through our actions. Yes, words are part of it, but our actions can speak louder than words. So I, I was trying to kind of find the best way right here in the middle of how to explain this, how to, you know, how, how to bring it to life. And if it's testify... And it's about testifying. I figured, hey, what's better than to give a testimony? What's better than to give a testimony of what, what God is doing with and through Nikki and I in our ministry out in the youth? 
because there, there's this decline, there's this major decline in, in numbers all across the church, all through youth, all, all around. But for some reason here at this church, our youth are growing in numbers and our, we're growing in numbers in big church. We, we, have, we have this growth that, w- that is kind of out of the normal. It's kind of crazy. It's kind of, it doesn't really happen. You know, we're, we're a church that we're not in a town. So it's kind of like, why are people going all the way out there to go to church? So we kind of did a study, or I kind of, I, st- I studied up on a percentage. See, we have a problems number out in the youth. It's, it's a good problem, but it's a problems number. It's a percentage of people problem. And for a lot of youth groups, a, a good-sized youth group would be about 10% of your attendance, of your, of your body, your whole body's attendance. And we're sitting more around fifty percent, so so that, that's kind of a kind of a an, an issue there. It comes with an issue of of uh, people. It comes with an issue of money. It come, it just comes with a lot of issues. And so um, you know, if you want to help out, um, that would be this would be a great plug for you if you would enjoy working with some fine young people that that you see down front. Um, we're always we're always needing some help there, but so we have we have this this numbers problem, and um, you know when when we have these when when people kind of take notice when when you kind of start growing people kind of take notice, you know it's it's kind of like wow you know you started off with fifteen to twenty, and we really should only have about thirty forty you know maybe fifty. And we're running around 100 to 130. Sometimes on a good on a good night, more like 140, 150. And so people kind of start to take notice. I mean, it's kind of a big number to miss. And we get sometimes a lot. We get we get asked questions, like, "How are you doing that? How is this happening? How are you getting all these kids to come to church?" How are you getting them to stay? Why do they keep coming back? Why do they want to stay? Why do they enjoy being here so much? And see, that's where I think that the the question is wrong. It's not how or it's not why. It's what. See, Jesus always asks what? what. What do you need from me? What do you want from me? What can I do for you? And whenever he would heal people, when, even, even whenever he was talking to his disciples, he would say, what do you need from me? What do you want me to do for you? So it's not about how or about why, but what is God doing through us? What is God doing for all these students through us? It's not about how, it's not about why, it's about what. And that's, that's the question that we should be asking. That's the question that we should be asking ourselves that's a, that's a question that we should be asking everyone in here is, what can God do through you? How can you go? How can you go out and do something? How can you go and what can God do through you? So when they, when they ask the question, when they always ask that why, how, and we get to share with them, we just love them. We just love them. And they're like, what? Yeah, we just love them. We show up. And we love them. 
We show up to their birthday parties and we love them. We show up to their football games and we love them. We just love on them. We show up to their hospital beds and we love them. We show up to their family reunions, whatever, we love them. We just, we just show up and we love them. We love on them. When we show up, you know, there, there's, we, we love, I mean, it's not a burden, believe me. We love going to football games, to basketball games, to softball games, to the hospital rooms, because we love going in because we know who's working through us. We love going into those places and go, and just God shows up with us. And it's like, who needs a hug? Who needs an, I love you. Who's been through a rough spot today and, and says, needs a good pat on the back saying, it's going to be all right. Who, who's received bad news this morning and, and just needs a good hug? Maybe not even words, but a, just a hug to say, that they know that they're being loved. Who needs that? Who, who needs love? Who, need, who needs all of this? Anybody does. I'll tell you, the answer is everybody. If there is anyone out there that doesn't know the love of Christ and isn't, and isn't being able to come and enjoy that and experience that love of God, then we can't ever stop going and finding them. And we can't ever stop going out and showing that love. That was really loud, wasn't it? Like paper flipping. Maybe that's why Pastor Rabba has the... Oh, and he flips it. You don't even know. He just swipes it. No, it's not. Sorry, let me get my notes. All right. You know, so the word said that we go out to, to you know, Jerusalem and, and Judea and Samaria and all the world. And see, that is your homes. That is your schools. That is your work. See, it doesn't stop because people need God's love. And when they need God's love and they need to, they need to feel that, that love and they need to know that love. And that starts at home, that starts in your schools, that starts at your work, and then you take it out into your, your town and into your cities and into your states. And ultimately, you send out Pastor Rob and a team that goes out to the world and is, and is speaking God's love in Africa. And it just starts with a, with a go. It just starts with a, with a what, what, can, what can we do? We can go and we can show God's love. We can witness without words. We can witness with love. Because see, one, one, thing, one thing's funny, you know, we, we prayed about language barrier and to break down those language barriers when Pastor Rob and the team's over there. Isn't it amazing that love doesn't need words? Love doesn't need words. So we can witness to people without words. We can witness to people with our love. Man, we just love them. We just show them love. We show up and we show them love. We show up and show them love. We go out and show them love. You want to know my witness? My witness is love. You want to know how we testify? We testify with love. Crazy thing about love. Crazy thing about love. crazy thing about love is it's attractive. I don't mean like, hey, I'm pretty attractive. I mean like it's attractive. Like it attracts. People want to be around love. It, love is attractive. Love attracts love. 
And that's what we base our whole thing off of. That's what we base our whole youth group off of. That's what really we base this off of because our first thing is we love God. And we connect with others, and then we serve with excellence. We love God. And when we love God, he loves us. And whenever he loves us, we can show you love. And it's just a reciprocating thing that we just show love. We just show love. And we just, man, we just love on young people. As creepy as that just sounded. We just... I mean, you know what I mean. We just show God's love. Man, we, we show God's love and they show up. It, it's, like, it's like dangling food out there for a teenager, like a piece of pizza. Man, we just, we just show them love and they show up. And that's, that's the key to the success, our success at least. I know it's different, you know, for everybody, and it can be different in all different uh, places and churches. But for us, man, we, we just show up and they show out. We show the love and then they just show up. See, we don't, we don't take things and we don't, like, beat them over the head with a Bible. You know, I, 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 don't, I don't, like, chase them around. I don't go to their schools and, and, like, just try to beat them all the way here. No, you know what? We show them love. We show up with a van and 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 show up when they're just sitting there that's that's showing love like like hey we're gonna get you here we don't we don't we don't show up with a bible to beat them we show up with a van to collect them collect them by lots of busloads we had we had four busloads two two weeks ago you know you know you have you have people you know sometimes we talk about you know, Pastor Rob loves to talk about, you know, the need for, for money and to support uh, the, the vans and everything that goes on in this whole church. But you know that your money is helping bring kids from Henrietta to here? See, he doesn't, he doesn't really know that sometimes. But I, we're not driving to Henrietta. Don't, don't get me. Well, we're going to Oatmogie. But you have kids that go to Henrietta or that, that are from Henrietta that go to Preston schools. And you have, we have a whole flock of people from Preston that come to church here. And you know, <laughs> ooh. I'm going to try not to cry here. Hold on. You know, that started with the love of Tammy, or, uh, sorry, of Cheryl and Tana. Because Tana was going to school there. And that started with the love of saying, you know what, my friends need to be here. There's a, there's a whole bunch of people coming here because love was shown. Sorry, that wasn't in the first service. <laughs> so, you know, we don't beat them over the head. We also don't go to them when we know that they like to smoke a little of this and drink a little of that. We don't go to them and, and say, you know what, you need to get right with Jesus. So you need to come to church. No, we don't do that. We just go in and say, you know what, we love you, man. And whenever they go, you, you still love me even though you know what I do? Yeah, I still love you. I still love you. I still, I still want to be a part of your life. You know, we don't, we don't bribe them. We sure don't bribe them. <laughs> we, our, our budget doesn't allow us to, to bribe anybody. <laughs> but, you know, but the problem is in youth ministry, especially in youth ministry, we run into that sometimes. We battle that. And if you don't think that we battle that, man, we, we do. There's, there's places here in town that, that we've had people tell us, hey, I'm going to this church 
because I went a couple weeks ago with a friend, and I'm going back because they promised me that if I came back, the next time they'd give me a skateboard. I mean, that, that, that's not saving anybody's soul. That's not, that's not kingdom advancement. That's not showing love. That's showing their money and showing their pocketbook and saying, come on, come see what. And, and that doesn't change people's lives. That doesn't change families' lives. That doesn't change futures' lives. And so we don't do that here. We don't give, we don't give them gifts. Yeah, we, we, we have fun. We party sometimes. We, we do things. We do fun things to, you know, just to kind of break it up a little bit. But we're, we're, not, we're not about bribing them to get them here because that don't work. They don't stick around because once those things end, you know, that, <laughs> that's another thing. I'm sorry, I'm getting off. Nikki, Nikki always grabs me because I get on rabbit trails and I like to go bouncing down the, the bunny trail. But, you know, when, if, we, if we base our ministry off of gifts and off of always doing things for them, you know what? They're not coming back. When those things end and when, when we go through financial struggles or we go through moments where we, where we can't do that, they don't show up like this on a Sunday. They don't keep coming back because once those things are gone, that's what they were coming for. And once those things are gone, then, there, then there's nothing else there. Again, it's actions. It's not words. Our witness is through love. That's our action. You know, we don't guilt them. We don't condemn them with, with Scripture you know, trying to like act like we have it all together and throw out some scripture at them, trying to make them feel bad so that they show up. No, that didn't, that didn't work. That doesn't get them here. That doesn't keep them here and doesn't change lives. We just show God's love. And when we show God's love, they show up. And when they show up, then God can show off. When they show up, God can show off. When we go out, God can go off. And he can just get up in somebody's face through us and speak through us and say, you know what, God loves you. No matter what you've been through, no matter what you've done, no matter what you said, God loves you. And they're like, but no, you don't know what I've been through. Yeah, I don't, but God does, and God loves you no matter what. Yeah, but, you know, I, I've, I've been to church, and, and I've messed up, and, and I've walked away, and I've done things bad, and, and I've, I've denounced God. Yeah, you know what, Peter? I still love you anyway. You know what? Man, I, I've murdered. I, I've killed people. Yeah, you know what, Moses? I still got things for you to do. Amen. He loves you no matter what, and he wants to just pour that love on you. And he wants you to know that you were accepted because he bought and paid for you with the blood of Jesus, and he wants to know that you are accepted. And see, when, when we can go in and we just show, all we got to do is show up and, we, and, and give God's love, and we reap the benefits from it. We get to just, Nikki and I just, love you. I love you. We just get to show up and start loving on people. And then God goes, ha, 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 let me go to work. Let me go to work. Let me show you what I can do through you. And it shows up and God's like, man, I love you. 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 And then that, that starts getting more and more attractive. 
and that starts a fire, and that starts a flame, and that flame just starts building up. And when, whenever you see the fire building up, and when you see a light on a hill, like the word says, then it just shines out. And when that shines out, people go, hey, I think I'm going to go over there and see what's going on over there. All because why? All because it started with a little bit of love. It all started not, not by words, not by what, what, what can I go, some awesome slogan. It started with love. Again with the page flip. You know, it's, it's amazing. If you want to help me out. It's amazing what love can do. That when, when we know who God is and we know love because God is love, and when we know that God is love, then, then we can feel love and we can be loved. And then it all reverts back to the question. Same question, what? We started off with the question of, of what, and, and it ends with a question of what. So what now? What can we do? What can God do? What can God do through you? That's it. What can God do through you? What can, what can we do? What, can you say, ask yourself today, what can I do? Sometimes we come in and say, I just don't, I don't know what, but I, I know I can do something. You know, there's always a place for you at this church to do something. Don't just stop here either. Don't just do it in here either because it's not, it's really easy to love everybody in here. And it's really easy to, to be a family in here, which I love, which is great. You know, we need to have love in here, but we also need to have love out there. Because there's a lot of hurting people out there. There's a lot of people that go, I don't, I don't feel it today. There's a lot of people maybe at your work when you go Monday, and they're going to need the peace and the love of God, and you're going to be the vessel to do it. You have a chance. You have an opportunity this morning to say, what can God do through me? What is it that God can do through me? Not, not, can, not can I go condemn somebody? Not can I go guilt somebody? But what can I do? What is something that I can do? See, God has big plans for you. When God spoke to my heart four and a half years ago, sitting right down here watching Spunky preach up on stage, and God spoke to me and said, I want to use you in this youth group. I said, no, 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 I'm too old for that. I'm too bald for that. They'll never accept me. They'll never love me. They'll never listen to me. I'm just an old guy. God spoke to me and said, no, 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 no. I got something to do through you. And because I got something to do through you, I'm going to pour my love into you. And because I'm going to pour my love into you, it's going to pour out into the youth. And when the youth experience your love, they're going to take that love. They're going to take it into their schools and they're going to start pouring out that love. And when they pour out that love, it's just going to keep bringing people back. And when they keep coming back, then more and more people are going to feel love. And when more and more people feel love, they're going to start pouring that love out into their families. And when they start pouring it out into their families, then their families start showing up, then their parents start showing up, and then love is just reciprocating all over. And that is how you change the world from here. That is how you start changing the world from here. All because you ask, what can God do through me?
What's something that God can do through me right now? Not, not tomorrow, not, not next year, not next, next week, not 10 years from now, whenever I'm grown up, whenever, whenever I got everything together, when I got it all straight, when I got it all together, when I'm making more money, when my job is right, when I get out of school, not then. What can God do through me right now? What does God want to do through you? If you'll stand to your feet with me. What does God want to do for you right now? Through you. See, sometimes we can get caught up too much in, in, and we can forget. We can just kind of come in and we can get comfortable. It's so easy to get comfortable. Do you ever, you ever get told I love you all the time, maybe by your spouse or your mom or your parents or your siblings, and it's like, love you. Yeah, I love you too. Again, it doesn't, you just get comfortable. You, you forget how much that person really loves you. You forget how much they do for you, how much they show you love, and how much they want to show you even more love. It can be, you can become comfortable. I know, I know, I've been there. I've, I've, I've experienced that. So I ask you today, do you know God? And do you know God's love? Because here's the thing. In order to show that, in order to get that whole cycle going that I was talking about, you have to know God to know. You have to know God. You have to know God. You can't, you can't show God's love if you don't even know God, because God is love. So do you know God this morning? Do you know his love for you? Do you want to know him? Do you, maybe, maybe you're a first-time person and you don't even know God. You haven't even accepted God into your heart. You don't know God like I know God, like somebody else may know God. And you've heard this and you maybe want to experience that for the first time. You want to experience a love that says, you know what, no matter what, no matter where you've been, I accept you. Just come and let me love on you. Maybe, maybe that's what you need this morning. Maybe you're like me sometimes and you forget and you need a, a refresher. You need, you need to be reminded how much God has given you and how much he's loved on you so that you can then say, you know what? I love you, God. I surrender to you. What can you do through me? What can I do? If you'll bow your heads and just close your eyes and I just invite you to just start speaking to God. You can speak out loud. You can speak uh, just in your mind. You can just pray. Father, I just, I just ask that Father, you just anoint them right now. If you, Just all across this place, if you just begin to be in a time of worship, in a time of prayer, and just seeking after God, what do you want me to do through you? God's just asking what, I just want to, I just want to work through you. I want to save that coworker through you. I want, I want to give somebody peace through you. I want to save somebody's soul through you. I want to change somebody's family through you. Is God speaking that to your heart this morning? Is God speaking that just in a, in a quiet, still voice? Is he just laying on your heart? You, you know me, but you don't really know me. You know me, but you don't know my love. I have so much love that I want to pour out on you that you can't even imagine. Jesus, we just speak to you right now, Father. Maybe if that was you and, and for the first time, you tell yourself, God's telling you, come home. 
Come to me and let me love on you. You don't know God. You're far from God. Maybe, maybe you've known God, but you've become far away. I want you right now, you can speak what I, what I say. You can follow me or you can just speak your own thing and pray to yourself. Say, Father, I love you and I'm sorry. I've gotten far away from you. Maybe I haven't even known you, but now I want to know you more. I want to see what you can do through me. I want to get excited about life. I want to get excited about being new. I want to get excited about you loving me. I want to love people like you have loved me. Jesus, thank you for forgiving my sins. Thank you for forgiving my sins and washing me as white as snow. Father, I accept you into my heart. I accept you into my life. And now let me go out and show everybody else your love. Amen. If you prayed that, man, I just, I, yes, you give yourselves a hand. Give everyone a hand. If you prayed that maybe for the first time or maybe, maybe you've prayed it several times. Hey, I, I've been there. I know. Have to have to say it several times to make sure it sticks. You know, tell somebody about it. Testify. Testify. Testify what God's love is doing through you. You know, we we have we have the cards that you can write on, or you can come tell us if my prayer team would come forward. If you want, if you just want to make a connection, this is how you do it. If you want to make a connection, you can connect with our pastors. You can connect with our prayer team. Anybody, just, just connect and say, you know what? I made a decision today. How can, I, how can I keep going? I made a decision today that, that we're going to do something, that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go. I'm gonna, but how, how can I do that? You know what? We got, we got 301. We got, we got next steps that you can be a part of. We don't have 301 today, but we, do, we have this next steps that you can, you can come and be a part of what's going on in this church. We have connect groups that are specifically so that you can be connected, so that we can do life with you, because that's all we care about. We, we do life with people that we love, right? We love you, and we just want to stay connected to you. So if you guys need any prayer, if you want to talk to anybody about a decision that you may have made today, or if you just want, if you just want prayer and say, hey, man, I, I have forgotten about God's love. I need God's love more than anything in my life. We just invite you to come up here and pray. If you don't need that and you, and just God bless you, you guys have a wonderful rest of your day, beautiful week coming up. So just enjoy it. We'll see you back on Wednesday.